This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Callie, just want to warn you, we might be talking about cheating allegations, breakups, some really sensitive material here on this pod. Are you okay? Clearly, very sensitive. Yeah, I I texted you about this because (laughs) I don't know if I'm void of emotion, but watching tonight's episode, I was like, what in the world am I watching? I felt similarly. I guess I was I was happy that Charity's big reveal was that she had been cheated on in the past. But like she made it sound like she was in a relationship like Brooklyn had been in, which maybe was true. But mm-hmm. if not, I, I'm just like, is the only way that the she that these women know how to relate to Zach is by like crying about themselves on on their one on ones? Is that what Jess was looking to do? I don't I don't know what Jess was looking to do. We're going to have to that's going to be a whole separate 45 minute conversation. But <laughs> I was I don't like I need to know if the producer is like you have to tell them. You have to tell him like your truth. Why does this need to be revealed? Why are we crying? If I were Zach I'd be like, seems like you're not over your ex. I'm not really I sure know. what's going on here. Why are you crying about this? <laughs> Listen, I'm 33 years old. Um, I can securely say I've been cheated on probably over 7,000 times. Not by my <laughs> husband. But <laughs> but I mean, like, in gen- I think that, like, everyone gets cheated on, right? Like, it's just it like something that happens. It could happen yeah. when you're, yeah, it could happen when you're 18, whatever. I just can't imagine talking about that now and crying. Well, it's just different kinds of cheating. Like, you know, if you're married and you have kids, you've combined your finances, you've been living together for a while, you have a life together. It's really different than like if you're just like a single person or not single, but you know, like a 
less tethered person who's just like in a relationship. Like, you know, people do shit, stupid shit in their 20s and in their teens. And I didn't get the impression that Charity was talking about like a husband or a life partner. Perhaps the relationship went on for too long no. and it was toxic and fucked her up. But it's not like there was like kids to think about. No, by the way, in the moment, like when it happens to you, of course, you're probably yeah. crying. It's not a good feeling. I'm not saying that. But like, how long have you been single for? I hate cheaters. I want. I just want to be clear. I hate cheaters. I hate cheaters when you're in a serious relationship. Am I still mad? Yes. Do I think the person that cheated on me when I was 21 is a bad person? No. I don't know why I thought that a 21-year-old <laughs> was going to be faithful. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, you know, I just, I don't know how old Charity is. Can we look that up? Probably like 26, I'm guessing. 26 or so. I'll confirm, but yes, keep going. Yeah. So like if this happened when you were like 23, it's like, it sucks for sure. It sucks. Am I shocked? No. If it happened like two months ago, totally get why you're crying. But like she was really shaken up about it. Yeah. And I'm just confused. (laughs) We didn't really get any specifics. I think maybe we are just far removed out of that stage of our lives that I'm just like, yeah, it's just something that happens when you're younger and you like get over it and you move on and like everything happens for a reason. I mean, maybe, but like, I don't know. I'm still dating. I'm not married. And like, I, if someone cheated on me, I'd be upset for sure. I'm sure I'd be really upset, but I also would just be like, well, you're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's now. I feel like when I was cheated on when I was 21, I was like, this is the end of the world. Yeah. And then like two weeks, two weeks later, you're dating someone else. You, you know what I mean? Like at that age, yeah. it's just like, for a second, it really feels horrible. But then, like, I feel like at 33, if that happened, I'd be like, oh, gosh, glad I found that out now. I think the bigger question, well, and also, like, it's not even the same. Like, what Nate from Gabby season was accused of also, like, is even weirder. Like, she didn't even give any details, whatever. But we don't have enough information, really, about Charity's relationship to truly unpack that. But what I think you brought up a few minutes ago is, like, a bigger question is like, why is this how they all try to relate? Like, why is the go-to way of like opening up to the bachelor telling them about like your shitty previous relationships, like, or like telling them about like something bad that happened to you? Like, I think I can't think of a scenario which our first time alone, I would want to like talk about something horrible that happened to me, (laughs) not only because it would be emotional, but it also was like, it's just like asking a lot of the guy. It's like take on my take take Way this on too now. Much. It's also putting it's not putting anyone in a position to succeed. I'm not saying you shouldn't talk about those things, but like maybe in like month two. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing that I like I can kind of see is obviously like everything is like fast tracked, right? So like sure they're gonna get married and someone's getting someone's getting engaged in two weeks from now. So like you want to get like all your shit on the table. That being said, do I think you being cheated on is the shit that needs to be put on the table? No. Do I think Brooklyn's past needs to be put on the table? Probably, because it's a huge part of who she is and, like, why she is the way that she is now. So, like, I completely understand Brooklyn being like, listen, this happened to me. It's literally shaped who I am. Yeah. And also, it impacts intimacy in a different way. Like, emotional and physical intimacy in a different way. I I mean, it impacts impacts a lot. Like, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like my confidence, how I trust people, how I carry myself, how I stand up for myself, like which we like, I think we see a little bit of that in this episode. Like it, that to me makes sense, even though again, on date one, it's a lot. But I understand if you're like thinking about marrying this person, that's something that I would want to share. 
the cheated on thing, I'm like, we can have that conversation after we're married. You can know eventually. <laughs> but like, I don't know if it's, if it's like a top three thing I need to tell you about myself. I think saying I have IBS is more important. <laughs> Do you think that you need to share that on your first date? I would hope not. <laughs> it's just like, Unless we're going to get like Korean barbecue and there might be an issue. I don't think I need to tell you I have IBS. <laughs> also, if it's your first date, you're not even necessarily going home together. You might. I mean, I'm, I'm no shamer. I, sorry, I just seem to, I just, I can't get it out of my head how Zach tells Jesse next week that he's not having, or in the future, he's not having sex with anyone. I'm just like, I, I just can't, I just can't get over it. But whatever, we'll come back to that. Anyway. Charity did get the one-on-one, though, which is a huge deal. And I guess we doubted if she was actually going to get it, but she, she did. I barely remember what they did. I think we both thought. Yeah, we both thought. I think they we both thought she wasn't going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm happy he gave it to her. And then she had that horrible date where he, like, picked her up upside down and <laughs> ran with her. First of all, <laughs> she said she's never been in a horse and carriage. And my first thought was, like, good animal cruelty. Second of all... <laughs> I then they then they take it to this thing and I'm like what then they do like a shot of pepper I'm not really sure what was going on there they only stayed there for that shot and then they dipped so I'm like that was a quick little pit stop to take a shot of pepper or cinnamon whatever they took neither one of them liked (laughs) very strange date thank god she's comfortable with her body there's no way I'm letting a man throw me over his shoulders like that with my face in their ass. I weigh almost 200 pounds. Like what? (laughs) This is an American warrior ninja. Why am I like, I just, I, I feel like I would be like, I think I'm too heavy. Like she was like, let's do it. I'm like, she has to be really confident. Obviously Zach is like, uh, seems like he's like larger than average guy. Uh, Yeah. Played football. And she's probably way, she's probably tiny. Yeah. But like, we know she's tiny. Would you feel comfortable doing that? I didn't even like sitting on someone's lap in a taxi to the bar in college. Like, <laughs> fuck no. I don't like, absolutely yeah, I was just not. like, what is this also, date? Why would I want to put my face in this dude's ass? Like, it's so weird. I don't know. Gross. Also, like, the running aspect of it, I'm like, what if like a fart slipped out? Your butt is like right on their neck. I I just I just can't it's just all bad it's all bad I was like maybe if I was on a date with The Rock otherwise probably not (laughs) it would have to be someone really tall with a long torso so that your face would not be parallel with their behind (laughs) (laughs) or 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 to the back of their knees so so weird also they make it seem like in Estonia people like are, are from like like a like Moana like they're basically cartoon characters where like they either <laughs> are, are like I, that was just a rock reference not a Moana reference but like either doing this weird warrior <laughs> thing or they're naked in the spa like with no sense of like social propriety that was so bizarre or they're doing witchcraft <laughs> like yeah. I don't know what's going on in Estonia but I was like where are they. This is, we are, it literally felt like we were in a Disney movie. Yes. Everything they did was like. In a magical town. 
Yes. <laughs> just we needed like some singing silverware. And that would have been a full-on Disney movie. It's pretty it's pretty <laughs> truly, offensive. Truly. I was waiting for the <laughs> fork to pop out. <laughs> oh it just, my god. So it was not a good sell for Estonia. And you know, they pick these places because like the tourism board like gives them a deal. Oh, I didn't even know that. If I'm like from the tourism board of Estonia, I'm fucking pissed. I'm like, like not a good representation. If I'm charity, I'm pissed. I got one on one in fucking London, and now I'm in Estonia getting barebacked around obstacle course. <laughs> like, what is going on? Gabby got thousands and thousands of dollars in merchandise included. That watch, by the way, <laughs> I saw on Instagram was like two thousand dollars, and she had to put her face in Zach's butt while he she ran. Already with got her. a shot of pepper. <laughs> the shot of pepper. Yeah, I hope. I hope they did the shot of pepper. After being carried. I know they edited it that way, but I surely hope that was after. Really, really weird editing this week. They made it seem like it went charity, group date. And then who was the other one who got the one-on-one? Oh, Ariel. 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 But it actually went charity, Ariel, group date, which I thought was interesting. We'll come back to that. Oh, I didn't know that. Because of the rose ceremony, he kept saying like, I'll kept referring to last night and Jess going home. And he was like, last night was really weird. Sorry about last night. So Uh, it it was weird. Also, just regarding a riding in a horse and carriage, no interest at all. So gross. Animal cruelty. Smelly. I mean, it's just nasty. I mean, have you done it? I think like once when I was really little in Central Park. And it's really gross. Me too. Me too. I just feel bad for the horses. It was like, and when I see them in Central Park now, I'm just like, absolutely not. It's I feel so bad for them. Really weird. And also, like, horses shit a lot. Why do you want to be... Also, I'm always like, where are they kept? I don't know. It's a good question. I guess they're stable somewhere. I don't know. It's weird. Where? Like, do they do they drive them in every morning? Like, where are these horses coming from in no, New York City? They have them everywhere in Philly, question. too. Everywhere in Philly. I don't know. It's and so I'm always weird. Like, these poor horses. Yeah, it's like, it's sick. Also, a lot of a lot of police on horses in Philly. I don't know if that's the same here. Occasionally they have that in New York, but it's usually like for show. It's not like a real thing. I don't know why why you would want to ride a horse. I, I don't know. I'm as as discussed ad nauseum. I'm not into animals. I lived in Old City, which is like the historical part of Philly. Uh-huh. I wonder if it was also for show for them to be on horses. Maybe like, the British are coming. Colonial. Look at the, look at the police yeah. on horse. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure, but there there was a lot. Side note. I'm reading um, Anderson Cooper's like co-written, like not it's not really a memoir. It's a history of his family, the Vanderbilt family. It's really fucking good. Anderson Cooper, he's he's great. I recommend it. His mom was a Vanderbilt. He's a Vanderbilt. What is it called? It's called Vanderbilt, and it's about how they lost all their money. It's it's really good. I love Anderson Cooper. Anyway, moving on. I'm just I'm really into American history. <laughs> um, well, moving. you would love Philly. Uh, you know, I haven't been there in a really long time. Not I like to read about it. I like to read things and like not exp- I like to experience my life and like read about other stuff. So like I like to just like walk around Brooklyn. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah. I th- I thought it was we because we lived right there, like Seth and I like walked and did like all the touristy things randomly on random days. It is like cool to like be in a building that like they were in so long yeah. ago. But then I always think like, little slaves built this. Yeah, I was just about to say, it's like, it's just really, it's really fraught. I mean, I I think 
because this is a total tangent, because of the 1619 Project, I do think there's a lot more attention in the last few years towards, like, what I would say is, like, the truth behind a lot of the history that we're taught. Obviously not in all places, but I do think that's being, like, recognized more and in large, large part because of Nicole Hannah-Jones' work at the Times. But it is, like, weird to think about. Like, if you go to, like, you know, Mount Vernon or Monticello, like, all of those are built by slaves, and it's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, Anyway, I guess we should go back to The Bachelor, which is the opposite. It's a Disney movie this week. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but let's just, we just got to talk about Jess. I mean, what an absolutely stunning turn of events. But I get the impression you're you're on Zach's side of this one, and I'm on her side. Did she handle herself well? No. Does she have a point? No. Absolutely. Not really. Yes, she did. Uh, There's going... No, listen, someone is going to be last on the one-on-ones. Someone's going to be last. What do you want him to do about it? Well, I just think that he could have been a little bit more understanding. Yes, someone could be last, but he kept... He he was not saying someone has to be last. He was denying her to her the or dismissing the importance of having a one-on-one and, like, what it means for their relationship. Okay. And he, like, wouldn't... He wouldn't he, give in on that. Yeah, if he thinks, like, I like you. There's only so many one-on-ones. I can only go on so many one-on-ones. Or like, what if he felt stronger with her than he did Ariel? And he was just like, it's between those two. I'd rather see if there's something actually there. Because so far, all of his one-on-ones have gotten roses. He hasn't sent anyone home. So you never know. Like, there's no, It's not like, who do I like best is who I'm taking on the one-on-one. That's not always the case. Sometimes it's like, I've really not had like a good conversation. He even said You're to Ariel, You're giving him too much like, credit. Ariel, Call her whatever you want. You know why I'm giving him credit? You know why I'm giving him credit? Because so far, he has proven to us he is not with the shits. So I really believe <laughs> that if he thought something, like, he's, he doesn't seem to be, like, catering to anyone else. He doesn't seem to be listening to anyone else. He's doing his own thing. So him being like, it's not that big of a deal. You're getting one next week. If you're the last one, you're obviously getting one next week. You breaking down... And being like, I want a one-on-one. Yeah, if I'm Zach, I'd be like, mm, yeah, it's probably not going to work. If this is how you're handling not getting a one-on-one, it's time for you to go. Here's my counter to you. He does nothing to reassure her. He just gets annoyed with her and mad at her for having doubts. He was like, I can't deal with these doubts. These doubts are giving me doubts. And that's sort of proving her point. Like, they haven't had a chance to connect, really. And so she does have doubts. And he's, like, not sympathetic at all to that. And I feel like he, of all people, should understand since he keeps referencing that, like, when he finally got time alone with Rachel, it, like, changed how he, their relationship, how he thought about her. Like, he's already experienced that. And, like, Jess, Jess did come across as, like, very immature. But he gave her nothing and had, like, no sympathy for her at all, which I just found very confusing. Mm. I think how she came across was just too striking for me. Like, how she was talking, she sounded 15. She also looked it. She looked so young. Even if, to your point, even if there was, like, some... Even if there was some part of me that may agree with something that she's saying, you clearly were taking everything out of it and just, like... I think you read a transcript. You didn't watch the show. You read a transcript. If I read a transcript of what she was saying, I'd be like, okay, I can see where she's coming from and he's being very cold. How she delivered it was very unappealing for someone like Zach who doesn't necessarily like that. (laughs) He 
definitely does not. That's actually what distinguishes him from like basically every other bachelor. Almost every other bachelor would see this crying, fretting young woman uh, and be like, no, melts. it's okay. Like, you know, like we still, yeah. like there's something here. And then he, and then he would make out with her. Like, and that's how most of the guys shut up the women is that they, yeah. they make out with them. But not Zach. Zach's like, you know what? Your doubts are going to be doubts. Like, so you have to go. <laughs> yeah. Zach's like, oh, I wish it were Zach's different. Like, I'm the only one who gets to cry here. I guess Zach does want like a strong woman who's sort of like just is assertive and takes the lead. I think he does want that. I, I think he wants strong, confident, sure of themselves. It does seem that he tends to go more towards intelligence. Um, and I'm not saying this against like Jess at all. Experience, whatever. That definitely seems more his type. Which also makes sense for why he was attracted to Rachel. Because for a majority of Rachel's season, you got that. I think he likes someone who's calm and like is like in control. And like very controlled. And it seems like the like messy, messiness Um, is not for him. Not for him. No. Which I would say three out of the five, there's five women or six women left. I think there's seven. There's Greer Greer who comes back next week. Greer, Gabby, Katie, Catherine, Brooklyn. Oh, Gabby. I forgot about Gabby. Seven. So six... Plus Greer, who I don't think is going to last. So, six. Since he, considering he hates her, I don't think so either. <laughs> On top of that, like, he doesn't seem to be the one to, like, do that type of shit. And there's just not a lot of time left for him to, like, get with Greer. But, so out of those six women, I think Charity is that. Ariel is that. Katie is that. That's it. Gabby right. is that, for sure. Gabby and Gabby, yeah. Gabby seems like the most fun of that group. She brings the most humor. I think if I'm if I'm Zach, I think I would pick Gabby at this point. I don't th- I don't think he is going to, but I I would personally. But he's like clearly really likes the the like maturity and and control of Ariel. I think I would I think I would pick Gabby too. I know I know who I would no longer pick. Who we were like she's done. She's won. Cat is done. Out of out of the picture for me. Okay, I'm glad you bring this up because I do not think she is done. And in fact, these last few minutes as we've been chatting, I was thinking to myself, the main drama this week was was this fight between Brooklyn, Kat, and Kinda Charity. And I was just thinking, like, does Zach even know about that? Like, Zach was so consumed with the Jess stuff. He doesn't even know. And it's kind of funny. Like, Mm -hmm. will he find out? Will Brooklyn tell? I mean, you know, if someone's going to tell him, it's going to be Brooklyn, maybe Charity. But... I don't know. I think I think she'll still win. I don't think she's going to win anymore. Who do you think it is? I think if, I think it's her or Katie. I still think it's Kath. It's a K. <laughs> I was going to say tier one right now is Katie. Tier two is Gabby and Ariel. Ariel. I don't know why I can't say her name right. Um, That's fine. Tier three is Charity. And tier four is Brooklyn and Kat. I think I agree with that. I agree. But I think he, him saying that he felt something was off, Kat getting the last rose. Oh, I agree Kat except for Kat, is, by the way. I, I think she's higher. I think that she is gonna break at some point. Because like, even when Brooklyn walked up and was like, I have a question. She, oh, I can't deal with this. And like stormed off. I was like, <laughs> you're unstable. Also, somehow she flipped the entire situation around to make herself the victim. I loved the conversation that they showed with her and Ariel. It made me love Ariel. 
oh my God. When Ariel's like, respect doesn't change. <laughs> yeah. She's like, uh, I don't know if respect ever shifts. And then she's like, yeah, but yeah. you have to understand that that's not something that I would do. And Ariel's like, right. But it is what you did. But <laughs> like... <laughs> Ariel's so like, much smarter exactly than her. It's like it's like know. not even a contest. I, I like uh, Ariel a lot in that moment too. Rewatched it. I was like, this is so good. I had to rewatch it. Because <laughs> you could see Kat, like, what do you mean? Like, usually when I do this, like people are just like, Yeah, of course. Like, she's definitely not used to someone being like pushing no, back. You, you can break it down for me any way you want. You were wrong in this situation. <laughs> It was awesome. By the way, do you think she was wrong? Yeah, of course. You don't? It was bizarre. No, no, no. I think I thought it was bizarre. This isn't a cocktail party, to Brooklyn's point. He's about to go on a one-on-one date with someone. And you think it's appropriate to pull him for a kiss? Yeah, it's so weird. It's like a it's like a dog marking her territory. Like, you know. I, it it was it was disrespectful. It was fucked up. It was the classic not here not here to make friends move. Like she's like, I don't care if this affects anyone else. And then she kept being like, COVID changed everything. Don't you understand? COVID changed everything because I didn't get to see him last week. I'm like, it changed it changed everything for everyone. You weren't the only one yeah. affected, hun. You're all on the same playing field. It just yeah. It just it just did not make sense. I thought it was so disrespectful, and I would be fine with her. I mean, like, I would still think it was disrespectful, but I'd be fine with her if she was like, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm here for myself. You know how the, every year there's usually a woman that's like, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here for Zach. And that's what I wanted to yeah. do. That's not what she did. She came back and was like, I didn't do anything wrong. She played the victim. And I needed it. Yeah. And now you're saying, really? What was the word she kept saying? She said aggressive 700 times. But she was like, now you're using really offensive words. I can't remember what word she Ariel used. Ariel used the word aggressive too. Yeah. I, I was just like, Brooklyn also was getting annoyed because she's like, you're not getting it. These words aren't offensive. What you did was offensive. So me describing it, I have to use these words. And I, really I love like when Brooklyn, Brooklyn was like, you don't have to agree with me. Yeah. She's like, you yeah. don't have to agree with me. But it is what it is. I really like Brooklyn too. I think Kat will continue to trick Zach for a while because when she was like having a meltdown talking to the producer and he came in and she pulled it together really quickly, he like fell for it. And he was like... Sociopath. Yeah. I was like, oh, you're fucking crazy. Like that was just... She was crying and complaining and she he walked in and she was like, oh my God, Zach. (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh. You're psycho. You are psycho. (laughs) Yeah. she. It, it was like... Can you imagine being the producer sitting there? <laughs> they must have loved it. They're like, this is great television. <laughs> they probably were so excited. Also, they probably were really happy that she that she continued... It reminded me of Lisa Barlow, kind of, when Lisa has the anti-Meredith rant in um, Salt Lake, when Lisa, like, leaves the scene to continue ranting at a producer. Like, it was very similar to Kat leaving, but, like, f- seeking a producer because she wasn't done. It's like, she's so fired up that she has to, like, let it out, but she basically can't do it with any of the actual cast members. I, It was all fun to watch. Kat is definitely... I think she'll trick him for a while. I think that he will... I think she will still be final three. I think Katie is going to win. She's the right kind of vanilla yeah. for him, too. They're a good match. I like her, too. I I love Gabby, so I would, I kind of want her to win. I like Gabby a lot. I love when Ariel's like, should we, like, make sure she's okay? Clearly, none of them <laughs> like her. Like, Gabby Ariel's like kind the- of like... 
not in our best interest. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. But I love that Ariel like looked at her kind of like, I know neither one of us like her, but should we at least make sure she's fine? And Gabby's like, no. Nah. No. I'm not. <laughs> We're good. I like her a lot too. It was even Gabby doing that. I was like, yeah, you're for Zach. Zach would be like, correct. Good response. Do not get involved. No drama. Let's move no drama, on. no mess. Keep your hands clean. Um, question. How did Charity get out of being a part of this drama? Like, she's not fighting with anyone. It's like Brooklyn has totally taken it on herself. And Charity's just like, you know, putting her face in Zach's ass while he runs. Like, she's just not a part of it. <laughs> I don't know. She tried to pull her for a chat. And I love that Brooklyn was like, yeah, she's not apologizing. And then it like, the editing is really good, I have to say. <laughs> No, but before that, so Brooklyn's like, there's no way Kat is going to apologize. And then the editing cut to them having the conversation. And she's like, I'm not going to apologize for what I did. I'm not going to say sorry. And then Brooklyn <laughs> walks up. I was like, this is great. This is great. Charity kind of seemed okay with it, though. She didn't seem mad at Kat in that moment. She was just sort of like, okay. She was like taking it in. I just think that Charity is also functioning on a higher level here. Like, I think that she and Ariel are sort of like, they're playing, they're playing this well. I don't think, I'm not, I'm trying, not trying to say they're like playing a game the way the cat is, but I just feel like Charity, she stays calm. She takes it in. Yeah. She, she just rolls with it. And somehow she avoided being a part of this. But yeah, she's been a part of most of the drama. I do think that Charity is probably like that in everyday life. I don't think, I feel like Charity wants to kind of stay out of the riffraff. She might have an opinion mm -hmm. on it. She might throw some salt into it, but she's walking away. She's not like, she's not throwing the salt and mushing it in the wound. She's going to throw the salt and like <laughs> scurry off. We forgot to talk about that last week. One of the girls was like, they took dirt and poured it in the wound. It's like, that's not the, the phrase, but anyway, it's salt. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. Be honest, are you procrastinating by listening to this podcast? It's okay. You just need Rockstar Focus. Choose from three delicious flavors, each crafted with ingredients for an ideal energy and mental boost, like lion's mane, 200 milligrams of caffeine, and zero sugar. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. 
it was a breakout episode for for Brooklyn. Really, it's great when it gets down to like this, a small group of women, and you're like, oh, okay, so we can see who everyone hates, or like, oh, okay, great. Now the dynamics are very clear. Yeah, the fact that Cat had to go to a producer, I'm like, Eesh, you have no friends. Also, I was gonna say when Cat was like, I really don't want to do this before the one on one date. Brooklyn was like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> It's literally what you did yesterday, which you're trying to say wasn't a big deal. She was like, oh, you don't want to do this before the date? Just like you did it before her date? And I, Kat, for some reason, like, can't see it. Like, instead, she's like, the aggressiveness is just, it's overbearing. I don't understand. She's a narcissist. becoming too much. And I'm like, no, the reason why she reacted that way is because it's, literally what you did before <laughs> Charity's date. But now it's your date and you don't want anything to happen. They must all like Charity too to like be so pissed on her behalf, right? Like that's gotta be another piece yeah. of it. Well, I do think that they all like Charity, but they also all did have the same thing that Kat had. Like yeah, her continuing to say COVID, 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 they're all like, yeah, bro. We were all there. We were there. None of us have seen him. <laughs> You're not the only one that hasn't seen him. Also, like, if anyone experienced COVID, it was Charity. Her no. date was taken away from her. And you still thought it was a good time to go and, you, and do you that. You still fucked her over. <laughs> also, yeah, so I feel like it was a combination of, like, you're also being rude to us by doing that. And him coming back in with lip gloss on, Zach, wipe your fucking mouth. Oh, I was just going to say, he liked that kiss. He's really into her because he was excited to be alone with her in the hall. He was into it. Like, part of the problem here is that Zach is into it and that, like, Zach seeks her out. Yeah, he was like, that's taking initiative. I was like, ugh. Yeah. Also, when they got into the hall and she was like, I just wanted to say hi, I would have been like, okay, let's go back inside, Kat. Yeah, like, that's it? Nothing else? Yeah. (laughs) Also, he, for him... He could have said hi to me in there. He should have been like, I haven't seen everyone in a week. Like, let's go back in so we can get more time together. He didn't handle it that well, but he's a man. So no. what do you expect? What do you expect? I feel bad for poor Allie. She's like just way too normal. She was just like had everything going for her and therefore couldn't find a, a niche for to fill for, for in Zach's heart. No, I don't know if she's like cut out for reality, to be completely honest. Yeah, she's so normal. Very normal. Minus the porcelain dolls. <laughs> normal, pretty. She'll She'll have a nice life. Neither one of us think Brooklyn's like she's bottom tier, right? Even though we both like Definitely. her, like he's yeah. not pick, he's not picking her. I'm not mad if she's bachelorette. Brooklyn, interesting. Yeah, I'm into it. I feel like Brooklyn would be good on Love Is Blind. I want I want to trade her to Netflix. Okay, what are you <laughs> trading think, her for? Uh, that's a good question. Hmm, who should be on the Bachelorette from Love mm, Is Blind? Inez. Oh, that'd be fun. She's blacky. Mm-hmm. Trying to think if there's anyone else from that that group. Georgia, she'd be fun. Oh, Georgia would be great. Yeah. yeah. I think she's back with Harry Jowsey. Oh, she is? Interesting. I don't know. They've been posting a lot on TikTok together. I had someone else that I let. Oh, what about what about this Gabby as Bachelorette? G-A-B-I. She seems fun. Oh, I'd be into that too. Yeah. Yeah. I like her. Gabby and Brooklyn would be my top picks from this season. I agree. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think Ariel could be a good Bachelorette, but... No way. Are you kidding me? I think I'd like her more as Bachelorette than as contestant. Ariel is Zach in woman form. No, she's so much smarter no, than him. Come on. That's not nice. She's much smarter. Lie. No. <laughs> okay, sure. Do we 
in general, how often do we see like intelligence from the bachelor or bachelor? Never. Not often. That's like, why it might be interesting. It's not like it's on display here. It'd be interesting to have her on Jeopardy, not on The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I can't do I cannot do Zach Ariel back to back. No fucking way. You have to have someone in there that's gonna spice it up. I could also see them doing um what's her name? Oh, Christina Mandrell. Christina? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe, but I don't think we got to know her enough. I'm wondering if it's like I, I don't know. But yeah, I think I think Gabby and, and Brooklyn will be good. But Brooklyn's gonna be great in paradise. I don't know. Brooklyn, I think, just needs to be in a confrontational setting. Not because it's just because of now that we've seen her in such a setting, it's very entertaining. So let's keep it going. Very entertaining. Her her clapbacks were funny. She's good, and also the girls like her too, which is always a good sign. I don't know. There's there's a lot of good paradise potential from the season. Her and Kylie would be my top picks in the paradise draft. Kylie, yeah. We didn't. But to your point, Ariel's so boring. There's like nothing even to say about their date. Although I, I will give her points for like not bringing a trauma to the table. Thank you. Like. They basically treat the one-on-ones yeah. like red table talk. And they're like, here's my trauma. Let's talk it through. And she did not do that, luckily. She yeah. was just like, I have a hard time opening up. She said her past relationships made her unsure of herself, which I wanted to be like, if that's the case, you're doing a great job. You seem very sure of yourself. I know, very. Like, you literally give sure of yourself. I think that's because to many men, that's not appealing. So she's like, it's, should I act that way? Like, I feel like she's, Feels like she's too sure of herself. Oh, maybe. I don't want to project too much onto her. But she also said at the beginning that like dating she is hard because like you can't like be direct and like say what you're feeling, but she likes to be on The Bachelor because you can just like say what you're you have to say what you're feeling. So I get the impression yeah. that she like is too sure of herself and therefore it's like not appealing, even though she's really pretty. Overbearing. Yeah. Yeah. Overall. Good episode. I laughed a few times. Me too. I'm here for the lols. So thank you very much. Yeah. I just want to. I just want to laugh. Also, it is nice that because of Zach having COVID, it's changed the season so that we have to get more of the women and less of Zach. So thank you to that. Also, didn't miss Greer. Not at all. Didn't need her at the end. Again, I know I've said this, but I do like Zach more than I thought. I don't. But I think that him not putting up with anything is hilarious. It's literally the opposite of what it is funny. they want for The Bachelor. It is funny, but I it actually makes me like him less. Like, I feel like he lacks empathy. And he's just like, he's just like, no, I'm not dealing with this. His face with Jess was very like, He was just like, yeah, I'm not doing this. But like, we know he doesn't want conflict. <laughs> what he wants in a relationship is no fighting. <laughs> so... Uh, whatever Jess will very... be fine also I didn't understand what Jess was like I told you what I'm not gonna do is fight for this and I felt like Zach wanted to be like yeah I don't want you to We're it's done there's that no was, fighting that was weird thank you for bringing that up when she's like I told you from the beginning I'm not gonna fight for you it reminded me yeah. of how Meredith Grey went out on Grey's Anatomy last week where she was just like I'm not gonna beg you to love me but the point is Meredith is like you know Heart hardened by life and has like a bunch of kids. It's like Jess, if you're on The Bachelor, we're not supposed to pick, yeah. pick yourself. This is not an I choose me moment. <laughs> yeah. Also, I'm like, you went on a show where the definition of it is like fighting it's for fight. someone. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I told you, I'm not going to do that. But he's not asking you to do that. That's why I was like, this is awkward. He was just, he just asked kind me of to like, stay calm. Yeah. Zach's like, just stay calm. Saying that, he was kind of like, yeah, I don't want you to. And like his one line he kept saying, because I felt like he didn't know what to say. He was just like, 
I wish it were different. <laughs> I was like, do you? He's <laughs> like, I wish it was different. I wish you weren't crying. <laughs> yeah. like, I wish that you didn't cause this rift because now I'm done. He's like, I wish that your doubts were not giving me doubts because now you have to go. <laughs> Farewell. That was like another another part now of... I have doubts. Doubts? That's a no. It's like another part of the like Disney movie where he was like, oh, <laughs> no, this is over. He snaps his fingers and she's gone. She puts, puts her into the van. <laughs> but then he was like crying and was like, I was not expecting that at all. And I'm like, bro, you didn't have to send her home. <laughs> no one made you like, do that. In fact, they probably were like, why the fuck did you do that? Yeah. So, not sure, but it is... I don't think anyone thought that was normal. Maybe it's that. I don't know if I like Zach more. I'm liking this season more than I thought because I have laughed multiple times. I think that's definitely true. But the laughing isn't supposed to be like... I don't know if we're supposed to be laughing. I think we are. I think we are supposed to be laughing. I think this show got too serious. And it feels good to laugh. I'm not, I, I don't think anyone thinks this is like an earnest search for love. So if we're not laughing, like, what are we doing? Yeah. Spoiler alert, my guest on Thursday is Mina Kimes from ESPN. And Mina also said she's really enjoying the season. So we'll be discussing that. But I agree. Zach, I like less, but the season I like definitely more, for sure. I definitely don't like him less. I don't know if it's, yeah. Definitely don't like him less, but I like the season more. <laughs> yeah. Um, on that very positive note, let's talk about Love Island. Casa Amor is here. Woo! So I texted this to you, but I, last week Hulu screwed up and they like put up the proper episode and then they put up like the first Casa Amor episode. So I went ahead and watched it because like, I was just like, I can't, I can't not. And But then I had like many days where I didn't have anything to watch because I had gone ahead by accident plus it was the weekend. And it was like, it was like withdrawal. I was just like, what are they doing in the house? What's going on? Like, what's happening? (laughs) (laughs) And I, luckily, there's a new episode to watch this morning. We met the new, the new boys who are in Casa Amor with the, with our, with the old girls. And Mm -hmm. man, this show is fun. But some real shocks. I mean, the biggest thing we have to address is Tanya. Her her head, her head is ready to turn. Her head is ready to turn. Martin is ticking boxes. The <laughs> chat is there. I do like Martin. I like Martin. Tanya is annoying me because Shaq was not hearing her. But you were not hearing Shaq either, honey. No. He was not saying, you can't tell me that I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. But pull me to side and have a conversation with me about it. Why are you bringing your friend Lana to double down on everything? By the way, I agree with Shaq. If you want to talk to me about something that's like bothering you of my personality, I don't need your friend there if we're in a relationship and we're telling each other, I love you. On top of that, no offense, Lana. You're the last person I need to hear from on how I need to act when you're totally (laughs) fine with your boy, Ron. Okay? I don't need to hear from you. Well... Yeah, I mean, she was defending Ron. That's what she was doing. I understand what where Lana was coming from. For sure. I'm just like, if I'm Shaq, my problem isn't that you said I shouldn't have said that or that it's always me. Talk to me about that in bed. Pull me. We, we talk one-on-one 24 fucking seven. <laughs> tell me that in our conversations one-on-one. Don't tell me that in front of Lana. I think that they just th- they thought it was like not that big of a... I don't need to hear from Lana. 
can you stop taking that on Lana? Just, it's not Lana's fault. Lana uh, no, 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 no. I'm saying, I think this is Tanya's fault. Like, Tanya, don't bring your friend to talk to your man about his behavior. It's weird. I agree with that. However, I, again, want to just pull up my camp reference, and I do feel like I could see that happening at camp, where there's, like, a couple, and then there's, like, the couple's BFF that like they're around together and like they're all together all the time. So like, like it's not even like that Lana's heard about it hearsay. Like she was present for all of it. So it felt relevant to her. I just think that like, I could see where that would happen and like it didn't, it would seem like Lana had the right to be involved. That said, I hear what you're saying. I'm like, Zach, I hear you. And I see, I, I sympathize with your position with Shaq. I am over Shaq. I'm just finding his like, his like, you know, morality police shtick to be quite annoying and like, let people live, man. And mm-hmm. you don't need to just be like, yes, come wash a dish. Like, whatever. You don't like Ron. He's being a dick. Just just store up the ammunition for when you want to have a fight with him. I agree. I also think that there was like way more things happening that obviously we, A, weren't shown. B, like literally every guy was annoyed with Ron. For some reason, no one will say anything. So it keeps having to be Shaq. I agree with Tanya. Like, it doesn't always need to be you. Like, I agree with her. I would t- I would say the same thing. If I were Tanya, I would pull Shaq aside and be like, it can't always be you. If someone else, if everyone feels this way, you just have to let it go if no one else is going to say something. It can't always be you saying something. That being said, do I think Ron was being a little shit when everyone was cleaning up and you didn't want to get up and you're sitting right there? And you can tell the boys aren't joking. Like, they were all like, oh, he's taking the piss. He's taking the piss. Like, they were all pissed that he was sitting there. He knew it and just doesn't give a fuck. It seems like Ron is shifty. Since Ellie and Tanyelle, Tanyelle, it's just weird to be that it's Tanya, but Tanyelle. Anyway, since Ellie and Tanyelle have left the villa, they both made it clear that nobody likes Ron. (laughs) Basically, Ron and Sammy were continuing to flirt. So that's why Tom doesn't like her. Yes. And um, it just sounds like... Him, him, him. Oh, yeah, him. And it just sounds like everyone was so pro-Lana that that the guys, like, really turned on Ron. But I also think that Ron talks to the guys in a weird way. Like, I think that he... He says, like... He just says, uses, like, a lot of, like, idioms with them instead of speaking like a regular person he'll be like it's all done and dusted or like let's put this behind us like he's trying to like (laughs) like big up himself to them and he doesn't act normally and then I feel like Casey came in and he was sort of like you know a casualty in the Ron Lana situation but all the guys really like Casey and Casey seems fun and like he's the opposite of Ron where like it seems like he's actually way better with the guys and with the girls and so they're all like on Casey's side and now Casey, Will, and Tom seem to be a clique of some sort. And I want to be wherever Will Casey, is. Casey, Will, Tom, and Shaq. Yes, Casey, Will, Tom, and Shaq. But I feel like Shaq is almost just like by default. I feel like the other three seem really into each other. But I, I actually, I really dislike Casey. Casey wearing all the denim made, <gasps> gave me the ick. And I, oh, I, no, Cal, I Callie, like Casey. I know you're going to judge me and I really hope it doesn't come between us, but I'm rooting for Ron and Lana. I'm sorry. I just am. <laughs> oh my God. No. I know. I'm sorry. I don't think, I will say this. I don't think that Ron's head's going to turn because he knows he's like out of, out of chances with both the guys and the girls. Yeah. So he's like, I got out of my system. If I do this, like I know it's over for me. Yeah. I think he's done. He's not going to turn. I don't think Lana's going to turn. Although I would be so pleased if she did. Who do you think outside of every, I mean, obviously Tanya 
we're two minutes into Casa Amor. <laughs> she's loving life. And I'm like, oh, she's done. Playa. Yeah. So who, who else do you think is going to... By the way, as much as Shaq, I don't like his morality police and whatever, whatever. I love his relationship with Will. Yeah. Shaq's obviously a good guy. He's just too emotional. Anything happens and Will's like, let's go talk about it. I love Will. I, I like they had so many one-on-one chats, him and him and Shaq. And I was like, this is such a good friendship. I think Will is clear is the clear star of the season. Everyone seems to love him. He's just getting better. Yeah, Although not like him. He seemed he's less uh wiped up than than I thought. Or he he made himself seem le- less wiped up than I was expecting. Jesse was like, no, I I'm I'm very happy. But he was a little bit more interested in these women who... So Olivia didn't remember Kai's name. So obviously she's like pretty distracted. I feel like her head's going to turn. Yeah, which makes me think that Olivia might be playing a bit of a game. And I think... I don't know if you watch After Sun. But mm-hmm. also, I'm just like... I think that she knows now like, oh, he's not very popular with the public. Might have to shift gears Kai? here. I think Olivia thinks that now of Kai. Oh, Yeah. But how would she know? But he was like, I've been in the bottom three, three votes. Oh, right, right, right. Because when the public vote on who their favorite or most popular, whatever. And then when she's like, it's not that big of a deal. And Kai was like, I'm used to it. I've been in the bottom three. I've been in the bottom three, the last three votes. I feel like Olivia was like, hmm, that might not be good for me. Is she really doing this for the money? Like, it can't be. Oh, I don't think that. It's the longer you're on, like the more followers you have, the bigger right. you are. Like, by the way, we cannot finish this podcast or talk about Love Island without talking about the glorious victory of Tommy Fury last night <laughs> over Jake Paul. <laughs> Tommy, all of Love Island Nation was behind you. And I've never been happier for you, Molly, or Bambi. I'm very happy for them too. <laughs> so happy. I saw a rumor that Zara and Jordan might be hanging out. Ooh, Jordan. I love Jordan. I know. I thought you'd be excited yeah. about that. He, on, on After Sun, he said, because they were like, who are you coming? Like, who do you want coming in? He's like, I wanted Zara, but she wasn't there anymore. Yeah. I heard they might be hanging out, which I'm into. And then I saw on TikTok, Spencer was hanging out with Ellie and Anna Mae. How did you um, see that on TikTok? Uh, I think you sent it to me. <laughs> I don't think I did. Oh, then I was just looking. I think I think Juliet. I think Juliet has a secret TikTok. Everyone, <laughs> I have one. I just only Jeez. now use it for Love Island. But then I don't want to get spoiled. I mean, uh, it's just so. Good, I know. Though. Whenever I'm like searching, I get so much Love Island on my for you page. Like I have to check who's talking, and I only will stop if it's someone that's out of the villa. Yeah, of course. But it did seem like from stuff that I've seen on TikTok off show. A lot of people didn't like Ron. A lot of people didn't like Tanya. I did not like Tanya. And I did not like their relationship. They were annoying yeah, together. Either. In my Love Island group chat, they were calling her Tanya Pippin, and I can't unsee it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like it. That's really funny. <laughs> oh, man. It gives me a real laugh. <laughs> yeah. Ron, I can understand why people don't like Ron. Also, Ron um, works in finance. And he seems like he might... I Shocking. Well, I just wonder if, like, he's a little bit posher than everyone else. Because also, he's from Essex, but doesn't have an Essex accent at all. So I, I wonder mm. if there's, like, if there's something going on there. Did you see the after song with his dad? It comes across like he's better than everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Also, his, his dad, I was like, you're, you're Ron. They look a lot alike. Yeah. I think there's a class thing happening with but, Ron. No, not only... Even, like, the way that he acted... Yeah. 
Like arrogant? Like yeah, arrogant and also like he he wouldn't say he wouldn't say um like anything Ron did was bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. He was also like very much flirting with Maya and anyone. Like when Tanya went to give him a hug, he was like, Oh, you're beautiful. I was just like, <laughs> I know he's like trying to be nice, but like this is a lot. Ellie said she liked it was Ron's just parents. Very Ron. She met she met them at after Sun. Question. How does Maya Jama get from the villa to after sun? Like, how do they do that? Oh, she she has to take a flight every like week to South Africa. That's so crazy. Like, that's just like yeah. nuts. Because she does other things too. She only has to be in the villa like once every One. 10 days. Yeah. She flies down, flies, and then like flies back. And she's in London. She does after sun. She does like she does all her other jobs. That's so crazy. She flies back. It's a lot of flying. A lot of flying. She posts on an airplane an enormous amount. <laughs> I gotta check that out. Wow, interesting. Also, oh, my other question for you. Wait. Is it co- do you know what movie night is? No. Do you want to know? I, it's not no. gonna like spoil anything for you, but it's gonna tell you like how it works. I have a guess. I have a guess. Oh do they like watch what's happening in the other house or something? No. It's so... It's the best episode. It's the best episode. And it's only one episode. Well, they might stretch it to two. But it's so good. Well, I can't wait. They just started doing this maybe like, maybe this is the third season they've done it. Third or fourth season. Great. But it's like another wrinkle that the producers came up with that I'm just like, these producers need a race. It's a really well-made show. I have a lot of questions. When the season's over, I'm going to research it. for. I don't want to do it now because I don't want to get spoiled. Is it common that the the main villa can hear people making noise and partying and cost a lot more? No. I'd say it's like half and half. Usually, they could hear a lot. Like, this yeah season usually you can hear like screams so like mm. usually like the guys will be doing something or the girls will be doing something and they'll just hear like faint like ah uh, like they can but this seems like they're right next door the other thing that's amazing it's like it's like the location scouting like how do they fucking find these two amazing houses two houses <laughs> yeah also usually the guys go to Casa Amor mm. cool cool Okay. Yeah. Well, I can't. I can't wait to find out what happens next. So good. So good. Have, I I didn't finish this episode, but did they play any games yet? No. Okay. That's when it starts really spicing. Well, we'll discuss more next week. Can't wait. Movie night and my favorite challenge hasn't happened yet. So, Mina is also watching Love Island, so we'll be discussing that as well. Callie, it's been great. I'm so happy to have you. I know I say this every. I mean, you've changed. You've changed my life. You've, you know, you've changed my life for the better. <laughs> and the words of the musical Vic, Vic Wicked. I've got to say Vic, Vicked. We will be back next week, of course, with more Bachelor and more Love Island. Thank you so much to our producer, Ashley Smith, who makes a great rundown for us every week. We'll talk to you soon. Adios. 